all right, all right. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Some tea. Yeah, I am all, almost done with my coffee already, which that's a buzzkill. Coffee kill. at this time of night. I'm really tired. <laughs> I'm really, really tired. That's fair. Well, sometimes I have coffee and it just makes me sleepy anyway. Yeah, it's kind of having that effect. I don't feel any more awake than I did. My heart's just beating faster, but I still want to go to sleep. I have coffee every morning at work and now I'm thinking I need to switch it to Monster because I started taking Monster in the afternoon when I get really sleepy and I became so productive all of a sudden that I was like, you know what? We might just have to make this the morning <laughs> morning Monster cup of coffee. I know afternoon. I hated coming to that realization <laughs> a couple weeks ago because like I went to take Sasha for the walk mm-hmm. over to the tar pits and I got a Monster and I drank it on my way to work and I was like, oh, Oh, we are awake. <laughs> yep. So now that's just the wave, I guess. But it's okay. But it's good if you bounce back and forth. You give coffee a break oh, yeah. and then you yeah. you hit the monster for a couple of days. And then if you go back to coffee, it's like, oh, I missed you. <laughs> yeah. And that's how we do it here. In, In the, the fairy tale menagerie. menagerie with your host, Samantha Figueroa. And Jess McDonald. Woo-woo. Yeah. So I guess... I guess I go first this week. You do, you do. Cool. What's she doing? Oh, she's trying to lick herself. Oh. But you can't curl up really, really close to me and also lick yourself. That's just not, that doesn't work for me. Nah. Nah. And she knows. But so anyway, I decided today that I want to cover the ass wings. Nice. Because there's a whole bunch of different types, which is really cool. They're from the Philippines, which is also cool. And I guess I'm late to the party to be annoyed by the fact or I'm re-annoyed by the fact that in Lost Girl, they didn't have Filipino actresses play the ass wing. There are plenty uh, of excellent Filipino yeah. actresses. Dee Dee Magno Hall is the first one to come to mind. Yep. But there's so many to choose from. Why'd you have to pick a white old lady? <laughs> like, I just don't get it. <laughs> well, I think that's an interesting thing with a lot of the casting for what... Hmm. For, not to say they don't have a diverse set of actors. They could there, be more diverse, yeah. though, for sure. Um, it was nice to revisit that. We introduced a friend to Lost Girl recently and fell. I fell in love with it all again. I started rewatching some of the episodes. Actually, we've got two friends watching it now because our oh, friend from back home, um, our friend from back home, Allie, is watching it now, too. Oh, my god! So I'm getting all sorts of text updates nice. about the new things found. So that's fun. Well, then I started off because I came in while Diamonds was in, like, the middle of season two so I just started from there I actually have to go back and kind of because I was like oh wait I missed this oh and I missed this oh but I missed this thing yeah I was waiting until until she was gone so that I didn't mess up where she was in the Netflix right. thing and now I'm absolutely going to go back and revisit it so I do love Lost Girl though. me too so I good. really do I love a whole lot about it we'll have someday we'll have to do like a viewing episode for Patreon yes. of just like watching our favorite episodes of Lost Girl and we still have um, prizes going out to our Patreon, uh, first five Patreon subscribers. Yes. And to our one lovely subscriber, yours should be going out by the end of this week. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, please check out our Patreon. Um, we have the different tiers for the different budgets and it helps us out a lot. Yes, absolutely. So let's see. I'm going to start with the vampire Aswang because there, there are like five different categories. And almost all of them are women. And it's funny because most of the victims are also women. So that says a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I do like how it, it becomes interesting with um, with certain creatures where the prey tells you just 
as much Absolutely. about what the creature is. Because if we're looking at, like, say, Dracula, and it's like, okay, male preying on female, we know right. what that's about. And then if we look at, you know, if you've got a, a female entity and her prey are also female, like, women go at each other. Like, oh, absolutely. You can come down now. Puck isn't here. He figured that out earlier and he did roam around. Oh, he's just trying to test me because that's also a different meow than the plaintive little meows he's given from me hanging out down here and and him being upstairs. That was almost like an angry one. Yeah, he sounded pretty pissed, to be honest. (laughs) I don't know why. He's got food. He's got water. I said hi. I don't know. I don't know, man. Oh, he wants to get into a closet. Oh, well, he's going to have to wait. Yeah. No. And also, no. Because <laughs> from the sound of it, it's my closet. It's so also, no. <laughs> and for no other reason there, than it's yeah. more dangerous. Like, it's right. dangerous in there. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I've been leaving. Like, I, I tried to close my closet door for a little while. And then I accidentally closed him in the closet oh, for no. a whole day. I know. It was so bad. <laughs> oh, he was so upset. Um, but since then, I haven't really closed it. So he's been able to go into the closet. So he has a closet to hide in. And he can even get up on the drawers. But there. it's not the closet he wants, Sam. Well... Listen, we fought so hard for you to be able to get out of the closet. Stay out of it. All right. Anyway, so there's a vampire, but also a viscera sucker as well. Viscera sucker? Yeah, we'll get to that one in a minute. But they're both very similar. All right. Um, So the vampire look like attractive women. All right. And check. They use their tongue instead of teeth and they've got a long like pointed tongue. Yes. I think this is the one. Every time I look it up, I get something different. Yeah. So now that you're explaining there are five different types, that makes so much more sense. Oh, absolutely. I was really happy that Wikipedia was very good and had a lot of detail. It doesn't always when you go outside of Western culture Mm -hmm. and it actually had quite a bit. Um, So. They're vampire for, for the Aswang. They don't live in tombs, but some do have settlements away from humans, like in the forest. Okay. But for the most part, they infiltrate through marriage. Ah. And then they slowly suck their husbands dry. I love those stories. I know. It's fantastic. But also, I feel like they're trying to make commentary about gold diggers. <laughs> well, it's it's like um that old trope that I guess we don't. I feel like we don't see quite as much because of how particularly for American television and movies the societal changes that we've gone through mm-hmm. but um, I'm not trying to speak all over the world in general but um, it used to be everywhere that thing of like the nagging wife yeah Yep. And that made a lot more sense when there was more pressure to get married earlier and to stay in a marriage um, versus now where a lot of that's kind of been dissolved. And right. it's just like, oh, this person's nagging. Well, I don't want to be with them. So I'm, I'm gonna not going not to not be with them. Uh, right. Pretty like, easy. You'll, <laughs> you'll still see it here and there. It, it still happens, but it's it's definitely not the same as like old world where and I can only imagine in um I'm not quite sure how Filipino culture works, but in any culture where you have like uh, arranged marriages, I could see a, a lot of a lot of vampire as wings getting up in that. It's just like that <laughs> that whole she was so pretty and now she's a nag and I'm stuck with her like that <laughs> would definitely lend itself a lot to you know it was arranged and so we didn't have any. Oh, absolutely, and I can also see, I could see. 
I could see a very distinct conversation between a mom and a son where she's just like, listen, I know Rose is the most beautiful person you have ever seen in your life, but she is going to suck the life out of you. (laughs) And I know this because vampires are real. (laughs) She's an ass wing. I'm just saying. I'm telling you. Um, I'm picturing like a grandma at a wedding now. It's like, no one wants to use the word ass swing anymore. We're all so politically correct now. No, she's just a gold digger, mom. <laughs> Calm down. This is fine. It's only financial. He'll still be alive. No. Um, so that's basically it for the vampires. And then the viscera sucker... During the day is an attractive long-haired woman. Okay. And by night, she separates her body into two segments. That's the one I remember. I think this one gets combined with the tongue thing, too. Well, because this one has a tongue thing, too, but it's different. Because the other one has a piercing tongue Mm -hmm. that goes in and sucks the blood out. So much more needle-like in nature. More like Um, a mosquito. Yeah, exactly. And then, but... This one, so it separates into the segments and it leaves the lower half and hides it somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then it flies off to look for for victims. And then it has the tongue thing going on, but it's much more like a regular straw than the needle end. It's just like, just a a vacuum, just a sucker. I was going to say, I I remember a sucker like. Yeah. So it's it's much more like the hose on a vacuum. And she's going for your innards. Oh, but mostly unborn like children. She 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 eats yeah. fetuses. She'll also eat your like bowels and intestines if there's no pregnant women around. But her delicacy is fetus. Um, and so she. But that one has the same habitat as the vampire, and there's a lot of crossover because you know the attractive long haired mm-hmm. woman, tongue thing, innards. You wonder if the two find each other and the husbands are like, oh, my gosh, I'm so I'm glad she went over to her friend's house today because I'm so exhausted. Me, too. And I'm just like, I don't know. I think I need to eat more yogurt or something. Too much information, dude. Meanwhile, the girls are like, (laughs) so, you know, you know, you just have to keep at him. It's it's just the long term. But not too long because you still want to be able to be young and get a new husband once he's finished. You know, it's all about the it's all about the con here. And then the other one's just I don't know what would they say. Oh, no, I just went all for it last night. I'm feeling great. He's in a world of pain, though. (laughs) Thinks he needs to eat more yogurt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness me. Um, and so then there's also a were dog because uh, wolves are not native to the Philippines, so it's not it's not going to be a werewolf. And so like a, a domesticated dog, or or like do they have a a certain well, type they have, of wild dog? They have wild dogs. Like I, I mean, they, it must have been something similar to a coyote that was domesticated and then goes wild again. You know what Anthony would tell us? <laughs> what <laughs> that they ate them. <laughs> Yes, that's our our friend from the Philippines. He he had me going one time when when we worked at this poke restaurant, and he goes, "No, there aren't really any, you know, big predators in the Philippines." I go, "Why is that?" He goes, "Oh, because we ate them." <laughs> He's just so funny. Just like, we'll eat anything. We just cook it up. He goes, "If we don't have it, it's because we ate them all." <laughs> so yep, that's why there's no wolves because Anthony specifically <laughs> ate them. Um, <laughs> but so they could actually be a dog, cat, or boar. 
Um, okay. Again, they kill and eat people, particularly pregnant women, specifically pregnant women that walk the street at night and don't have long, loose hair. Very interesting. Yes. Because when, when it almost sounds like that means they're looking for the ones that do have long, loose hair because it's like vampires are my mortal enemy. <laughs> I will destroy you. Well, I'm I'm also wondering. So wait. Or sorry, that don't have long, loose hair. May, I, I retract don't that statement. Don't have long, loose hair. OK, because okay. because I was going to say like, wait, so if you have the, the long, loose hair, you can walk at night. That's fine. Um well, and before when you mentioned the one has the long hair and then at night I was kind of like she turns into a lady with short hair and <laughs> screams or <laughs> so are they supposed to like just keep their hair short or like keep no it up? so if they they get eaten if they don't have long loose hair so if I were okay. to wear a braid I'm in trouble if I okay. wear it down I'm good interesting which is crazy because i'm gonna put my hair up when i walk around outside because i don't want to get grabbed and murdered so it's a very backwards approach that they've got here (laughs) right because it's like okay well if you're if you're out at night and the the long loose hair is just such an interesting detail because i can see having stories where you don't want your pregnant wife daughter mom Walking around Person at night, absolutely. Going out at night, um, you, you know, maybe a little more vulnerable than usual, depending on where in the pregnancy we're at. Um, like, like I could see stories coming up out of that fear and wanting to to protect the society and and absolutely. and the mamas. Just the long loose hair, though. It's like, oh, but it's fine if you're pregnant and walking around as long as your hair's not. Or, or, as long or, sorry, as your hair, as long as your long. hair is long, I long and do loose. have to say there's a lot of cultures that believe women should stop cutting their hair once they're married. Um, and I'm not saying that that's necessarily a they're married thing, but it's like, okay, okay but because like the, the Amish have the really long braid that they mm-hmm. stop cutting once they once they're married. And I, I it's speculation at best, but. I would say most cultures have a mirror of that at some point where it's like, okay, well, you're a married lady. You keep your hair long now. Okay. So then it would be more about like you're out at night and maybe you're pregnant because you're a a loose lady or too young. Right. Which is conjecture, of course. But it's still, I could see that being part of why it started, even if it's not kept to the tradition now. Uh, Right. And it comes from somewhere. Right. Right. So we, we can spitball all, all we want, but it's just like those things come from somewhere. Right. You find over and over with these stories, like even if it gets twisted or warped or turned another way, there's some there's a reason for it. There, there's yes. a reason why up or down hair is an issue. Absolutely. Even more than just walking at night. Right. Right. <laughs> um, but the weird dogs. They basically just devour you whole, though. They're not they're not doing anything fancy with their tongue mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, and then there's witches and they're okay. vindictive and they curse those who wrong them by making certain objects such as rice, bones or insects come out of the orifices of the cursed. Yikes. That's a pretty rough way to go. If that's... you even go, you might have to live with yourself after that, which is. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, at least the rice, you could cook it. <laughs> I don't think you want it once it's been out. (laughs) Sorry, that's reminding me of a different legend. Uh, It's it's like a Chinese legend and there's a certain goddess that was like the 
goddess of of plenty and and of food and stuff and one of the other gods was like i want to know how you make all this food and she goes well you know i'm I'm really private about that and and i'm worried about it and he like nags at her until she does and then i forget what she does but each each thing is a little bit personal and then one of the things is that the rice like comes from her mouth and that's Mm -hmm. the rice that she uses to feed the populace and because it comes from those strange intimate places he gets disgusted and like cuts off her head and then it causes a whole issue and that's why we don't just have bountiful food all the time what an idiot think about the long game here listen some people like the burger and they don't want to meet the cat <laughs> but it's hor- but it is it was horrible she was like well that's your goddess of uh, plenty like hey Oh, shame on him. Food's gross, okay? Even vegetables need, like, manure to grow in. Like, it's just... It's all gross. It's fine. That's just how it is. But that's what that reminded me of. That's why I was like, well, at least... lemons lemonade from lemons something like that <laughs> um so these they live on the outskirts of town they don't do, they don't try as hard to infiltrate human society they're the just yeah so they're more just i don't know the same as most witches they live on the outskirts of town and cause trouble like that's just what they do so you really have to try to piss them off kind of because so you, you kind of have to be going out of your way to get cursed it sounds like it's i mean sort of but they kind of just have a vindictive nature where they, if they did go into town and you glared at them they might just decide to do that to you because they had an off morning like all right um so any any interaction with them could just set them off in any direction and then on top of that there's actually regular witches and as wing witches both okay. are feared. One is kind of just left alone. Um, regular witches are just kind of left alone. And it's like, okay, well, you're there. Please don't do anything bad. I, I don't like you. I don't want you to be here, but it's fine. And then regular witches can become Aswing witches if they are vindictive in spirit. So okay. if they become angry and vengeful enough in their growth, then they'll just become an Aswing. It's kind of reminding me of the one girl in the craft when they start to do the things and they have the powers and then some of them are like, okay, but we're not going to do this. And then the one girl just goes way off the walls. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And so then if an Aswang witch is caught, they are supposed to be immediately killed because they're that big of a threat. Okay. Um, And if Aswang-like behavior is found near a witch's house or somewhere they frequently habitat or frequently are at Mm -hmm. then they're supposed to be turned in and killed because you don't you don't even have to take the pains to prove it you just have to it's like the salem witch trials basically right i i was just thinking that without the trial (laughs) but then i'm also thinking like so people have to start having rice or flies come out of their orifices in order but like right I don't know if there's other indications like extra mushrooms grow near our house or like other little symptoms because the paragraph on witches was a lot shorter. But it's just like, okay, so I have to start puking up insects in order for that lady to die. I think she'll be okay. I think she's going to be fine. I feel like we're missing something unless they can combine like, 
you know, I was like, oh, do pregnant women have like more than one has to go missing or something? Like, it just seems like because being more familiar with the Salem witch trials, it's like, well, my cow died and we don't have food. So it's this lady's fault. Right. Like, right. With the Aswing, which is, though, especially since there's a distinction between one being left alone and one being like, no, that's an absolute threat right away. I want there's there, there has to be, be something wants. Absolutely. So if anybody knows what that is, please write in. I'd like to find out. Yeah. Because maybe one was just like, okay, well, we can tolerate that's like a religious difference. And maybe there was something about the other that's like, but we're not going that different. And so you're a demon. Right, right. Um, I think it's the difference between like growing an herb garden and having like a goat head in it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, though, if you have a goat head in your herb garden, you probably are up to some shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like... Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't don't like taking that side. I'm just saying without some more information. (laughs) (laughs) And then so lastly, we have the ghouls, which these are the ones that were featured in Lost Girl. Okay, I was about to say, where are we getting to the. Yeah. So they are the corpse eaters. They have long, sharp nails and teeth. They generally don't want to hang out with people, though. Um, they, They smell really bad. Also, of course, they do. I don't know why they wouldn't. You are what you eat. Yep. And they live in trees near cemeteries so that they can just, you know, go in and have a feast, which I mean, pretty benign. I don't really care if they want to eat corpses like that's fine. I don't really need to see the corpse again ever. So but I feel differently about humans digging up corpses. I would like to I would like to change that. (laughs) I don't want just anyone. Only as wings can do it and have me be okay with it. Um, which begs the question: Where did this particular Aswang legend come from? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Uh, so basically, all Aswangs are generally considered to be evil. There are several different ways to get rid of them: um, holy objects, spices, salt, ash, uh, the tail of a stingray, large crustaceans, vinegar, uh, and urine. And then for the Aswangs that are thought to cause miscarriage which is most of them Mm -hmm. um one method is for the husband of the childbearing wife to remain under the house naked while furiously waving a sword under the house yep so these houses are like up on they must be they have to i don't understand how else is going to get underneath i mean if it's a basement i guess but under the house and in a basement aren't the same thing no, and it's not like not like when you have porches and there's only like a little crawl space. You're not right. going to do anything with a sword. It that depends way. on which sword you're using. I <laughs> <laughs> see. Yeah. And let's see. There's also you can insert sharp sticks or bolos between the bamboo. Is he bam- supposed to distract the Aswing? I don't know if it's a distraction or if the Aswang is just like, this is gross and I don't want to be here. Yeah, I'm just going (laughs) again with the being naked and having the sword. It does feel rather euphemistic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am male and dominant and therefore you cannot touch my woman. That's how it feels. (laughs) Um... So you can put sharp sticks or bolos through the bamboo of the house. Um, sick people aren't shouldn't be staying in the houses that have holes in them. Um, and they're told not to groan while they're ill in order to not attract anything. 
Okay. It's very Scientology of you. I feel like if yeah, you're in pain, a- just let everyone know. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was going to be like, that's a very interesting way of like, don't be a baby. Right, right. Don't be a baby or an aswing's going to come and eat you. <laughs> like, I'm dying. What do you mean? Um, And then let's see here. The last, well, there's there's a few oil-related ones, but there's the one that I found particularly funny is that you make an oil by selecting a particular coconut and watching it grow, and then you pick it at twilight during a full moon when it's wet and gloomy, and then the breeze should also be chilly, so you can't do this in the summer. Okay. The coconut should be grated, and the juice uh, must be squeezed out, and then boil the mixture, and that's... Just, it's just so interesting. It's very detailed. It's like, but are also you also like, a witch, though? But also, like, doable. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially if you have to... Well, maybe one of the other witches that are just supposed to be left alone, maybe they actually help every once in a while. And they're just like, hey, here's a thought. And then just float away. I've just collected away. this coconut. These are the different vials for the different full moons. When I really don't like my sister, and I right. don't want her to have anything she wants. So here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then to kill the witch Aswang, you need a bolo knife and you have to strike her in the middle of the back. Um, if you strike her anywhere else, she can lick the wound and the heel will, it will heal any injury. So So it it has has to to be be in the back because her tongue can't reach. Right. Exactly. Okay. And then, um, but after slaying her, you do need to bury the bolo, um, or she'll be able to come back. Okay, I'm just looking up a bolo knife really quick because <laughs> I, I, I've heard of like the bolo. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically just like your standard, not quite a machete, but definitely a jungle knife. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, so it's one big, huge hack to the back, basically. Yeah. Which also, if you're just out here executing ladies for being witch as wings because you're mad at her, that is a brutal way to do it. Yeah. I don't like that. But also, I don't yeah. think they were trying to not be brutal. So, like, let's be real here. Yeah. But that's... I mean, it's that (laughs) it's at least it's not as overkill as cut off the head, burn the body. Yeah. Was it put it in a mirror lined box? Yeah, that's too much. Also, sounds like witchcraft. Yep. All these things that people do to combat witchcraft. It's like everything you're doing is ritualistic and sounds like you worship the goddess of the moon. So just calm down, please. (laughs) You have a lot in common. (laughs) Okay, let's see. No, that's just interesting because when I hear bolo, I think of like a, a bolo whip where it's got like the the little balls at the end. So like, yeah, that's and that was that was what I was picturing part of the time too because it was just like I was trying to I was I really was I was like a knife and does it is it like attached are they just little knives at the end instead of the the little weights and I also was thinking of like the the, the fashion accessory of bolo for a while there too. You know, the little oh, bolo tie that's got like oh, a... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I was all over the map with this one. <laughs> but yeah, that's Aswings. If I find any good stories about them, they'll come up again. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a very interesting one. Mm-hmm. Particularly, like, it's interesting how they have some variation, but for the most part, it is in some way like wife to husband... Or um, woman to woman. Yeah. Which is, 
I don't know. It is just all interesting. And the only one that seems like it might not be a woman is the wear dog. I think all the rest of them are decidedly women. It's just interesting. My brain's just trying to make a story now about <laughs> one Aswing witch over here. And she has a wear dog Aswing guy that comes to bother her. And then they have <laughs> another Aswing that's floating through the sky there. And that's fun. That'll go somewhere one day. <laughs> just need a conflict but i've got the world right there <laughs> okay so i got some ghost stories Ooh. from prague very nice so these all come from the same place okay <laughs> uh pragestay.com but it's really cool so they basically have a list of places that are in prague and that have all of these um ghost stories and legends around them okay which was pretty fun um, there's a particular ghost story uh, that I, I saw on Twitter shared um, by Dr. Zalka, I think is how we pronounce it. I, I think so. Um, but it's going to take me a little while to try and find that one because she had to translate it from uh, Hungarian, I think, or to Hungarian. So I just started looking up Czech uh, ghost stories and that's how I landed on this site and now we're in Prague. <laughs> Which is a beautiful city from all the pictures I've I've seen. And um, Andy had a trip to Prague and he was sending me all, all kinds of pictures. It looked very pretty and very peaceful. Boy, are there so many ghosts. That's so fun. So actually, the one we're going to start with isn't a, a ghost ghost, but it is a creature that I've wanted to cover. Okay. Um, and it comes from uh, Jewish folklore. Okay. So uh, one of the... And, and I at least the way it's written here it sounds like Prague specifically which I didn't know even though I've heard the story before um so one of the city's most popular legends is the story of the Golem of Prague fun um so we have a rabbi Judah Lowe and it was during the reign of Rudolf II in the Jewish quarter so we basically got a ghetto and that's where all of the Jewish people are staying and in order to protect the people, uh, the rabbi made a golem, which is made out of uh, basically like a creature made out of mud and then brought together with um, a word with an inscription mm -hmm. on it. Um, so in in Judaic writing, alphabet, <laughs> language, <laughs> language, as it were. Hebrew. Yes. Thank you. So I write it out in, in Hebrew. Um so Rabbi Judah created the go golem specifically from clay from the banks of the Vltava River. Okay. And he follows a, relig a religious ritual and he makes a giant golem um, and they can only be awakened by special incantations in Hebrew spoken by the maker. So what uh, Rabbi Judah does is once he's made the golem he puts the word truth on a piece of paper and he sticks it to the golem's forehead and so the golem goes around to protect uh the ghetto and do, 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 do. uh but what happens is the golem becomes increasingly violent and it starts to kill people it's uh some say this is due to a broken heart oh but we'll Who never know broke the golem's heart 
Right? Um, Maybe just the sad state of the world. <laughs> he was just like, I woke up to this shit. I mean, he he was made specifically to protect people, so something's going on. Right. L- like, and and from... Maybe there was, like, a particular person that he tried to save and what didn't get there fast enough, and then he was just like, that's it. That's the last yep. straw. I'm a murderer now. He's the only one of his kind. We, we don't have any lady golems running around. Mm-hmm. Um... The thing I always like about this story and that I always think is so interesting is it's um, it's got a little bit of a Faust feel, mm-hmm. but with a better ending. And um, it's just interesting from what I infer from the Old Testament and how strict everything is about like practitioners of, of magic and everything in particular. And this is very magic-y. Again, I'm telling you, <laughs> everyone is doing witchcraft. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Um, so he becomes increasingly violent. Um, but what happens is that causes do, 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 um, was, so the rabbi is promised by somebody, they don't say who, but he was promised by somebody that the, basically the violence against the Jewish population would come to an end if he would stop the golem. Okay. Um, so that's where it's like it becomes increasingly violent, but not towards the Jewish people. It sounds like it sounds like it's becoming violent towards people who are coming for them. Okay, you know the huge. I mean, <laughs> what did they think was gonna happen? <laughs> you get a weapon of mass destruction. What is it gonna do? Destroy things. Yep. Um, so what the rabbi does once once they promise um, that the violence against the Jews is going to come to an end. Um, so the rabbi decides to get rid of the golem. And what he does is um, he used the word Emmet, truth. So then he removes the letter E, uh, which changes the word from truth to death. And then the golem basically dissolves. That's no fun. There was, um, I just started watching the show called The Order and they have a golem in there. And he is just... So funny. He is completely fascinated by pain and death. And so, I mean, he's there to kill people. Like, that's what he's there for. But, like, he's just somebody's college roommate <laughs> at the time. And he's like, hey, I was just really wondering, what does it feel like when you stub your toe? Kind of a thing. he wouldn't know. Yeah. And so he's just, like, f- completely fascinated. And then at some point, it turns, so he has to kill his own roommate. And he's like, dude, I really liked you. Like, this is no hard feelings. But also... As you're dying, could you just describe it to me? Would that be okay? Oh my and it's just God. like, this is so sick and twisted, but also awesome. Oh my God. No, that sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the next one we have is the Carborec. Okay. Which is a water sprite, kind of like half water sprite, half ghost. And the fun thing about this guy is uh, very affectionate, very peace-loving, and kind-hearted. He lives in the Sertovka stream, which in the English language translates to the devil's stream. But he would, basically what he used to do is he would go to the local pub and have beer with the locals, and the pub keeper would put a bucket of water out for him to dip his feet in so he'd feel more at home, and they'd have a jolly old time. That's so cute, though. Well, until after a while, the bartenders stop providing the Kabarek with a bucket. Stop. No. People. Which he thought was pretty rude. It is. That actually is very rude. 
so, uh, you know, as time changed and people forgot things and, and everything, he started to hate everything that was new and decide he wanted to stay underwater with all of his antiques. I'm picturing like a Little Mermaid scenario. Adorable. Wait, he's got a cravat. <laughs> it's just floating in the water. Um, so, but you can still see him sometimes because he'll come up to the surface if he's thirsty for beer. So sometimes you'll see him in the shallows asking passersby for some beer. Oh, that's who that guy was. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought he had showered that morning. <laughs> um, doo -doo -doo. Oh, and those who, quote, those who aid him in quenching his thirst will be rewarded with a pike or an eel, unquote. I don't want the eel. Well, and you can have a pike. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure he I'm sure he gives options. I like, mean, I'll probably come over and tell him all about the injustice I think was served when they stopped giving him a bucket. So And then he'll give you two pikes. I win. <laughs> I win. And then he'll be like, Do you want a tour of my antiques? And you're like, uh. Do you have scuba gear? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see. We got a couple more. Oh, so if you are around the convent of St. Mary Magdalene. Yay! In the witching hour. Me likes her. Okay. You may see a headless lady. Ew. She was once a beautiful actress named Laura. Okay. Um, so she performed theater in Prague. She's very beautiful, very talented, has many, many admirers. And she falls in love with a rich count that wishes to win her hand. The only issue is that she's married. Ugh. But she falls for the Count, too. And, and one night after a performance, she can't help herself anymore. She and the Count do the thing. Um, but her husband uh, becomes suspicious and starts to question her. And then they say he, quote, decided to take control of the situation and promptly cut off her head, unquote. What is it with dudes and reacting that way to getting cheated on? Like, I just break <laughs> up with a person and I don't ever want to talk to them again, but I've never beheaded someone who cheated on me. It does seem to be a pretty common theme in these legends and, and oh, yeah. ghost stories. And it's, it really is like it's always a beheading, too, because that was the, the ghost story from when my parents got engaged. Yeah. And uh, ugh. Yeah. So then, you know, just to, to one up, he sends it to the count. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that part's awesome. One severed head. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so he sends it to the count, um, who freaks out, obviously. I hope he did her hair up all fancy, too. Like, if any hair was out of place, I hope he put it back ever so gently and then sent it. Um, do, 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 Unless she had sex like hair, then leave that. Because that's also funny. Well, like, it sounds like this happened either... After she got home or maybe a little while after, like maybe okay. the affair continued. Okay. So I pick, as a performer, I picture her fixing the sex hair before going anywhere. Okay. Yep. But let's see. So he sends it to the count who freaks out and decides to bury the head in an unknown place and skip town. So the well, headless lady now spends her time wandering around looking for her head. I bet he feels like a real dick now. I mean, he better. <laughs> I mean, he didn't kill her, but also why would you bury it in an unmarked location? You didn't kill her. Uh, right. It's not your fault. Bring that shit to the police. Apologize. Find the body. Reunite the pieces. Yep. God. Just a thought. Imbeciles everywhere. That's how we can tell he was a sensitive soul. 
just like, listen, I'm a lover, not a fighter. If I go to the police, he's going to come for me next. Look what he did to her. I just got to go. Ugh. Coward. Yep. No, 100%. We also have a begging skeleton. Okay, that's fun. So, um, do, do, do. He, he's a pretty friendly ghost, though. Um, he haunts the area surrounding the Carolinum after dusk. He's not dangerous. And not, it says he is not dangerous and is not interested in sober people. <laughs> okay. Only those who are intoxicated. And the reason is because he wants to beg money from them. It is easier to get money off of somebody who's been drinking. Yeah. So um, way back when, when the Carolinum was used as a medical facility, um, there was a very tall, elegant young man. And there was a, an anatomy professor who was just like enthralled. And he was like, can I have your skeleton when you die and and paid him for it so he's like all right here we go when when i go you can have the skellington uh i just need my money let me see does it say how much he paid him (laughs) oh so the young man suggested that the professor purchase his skeleton uh, (laughs) because he was poor and the professor's like done done deal so he pays him pays him a pretty penny but the young man goes he uses it to gamble he uses it on drink he uses it on a jolly good time well he'll get his return sooner and and then he ends up in a bar fight with some other drunk fellows who ended up killing him um so it says what a quick investment good job professor (laughs) so he says nowadays the skeleton walks uh it's skeleton, but I like saying skeleton. That's fine. I say skellies most of the time. Skellies. <laughs> Nowadays, the skeleton walks the streets in the environs of the Carolinum, begging for money from drunken people so he can purchase his freedom from the professor. Dude, you made a deal. Right? I, I think that's just a front. I think that's just what he says. And then he goes and buys a beer with the water spirit. <laughs> but the water spirit has to pay for his own drinks. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Now he begs for it from the water that's right that's what i mean <laughs> but oh. it gives you a pike or an eel yeah so, so i mean what are you getting back from the skeleton that's what i'm saying and he he made one deal and he can't even stick to that no 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 okay you know i forget forget it i don't like him yep he's lame seller's remorse <laughs> okay so the last one i have was actually really cool because it'll sound very familiar to another story it's in the old town district of prague and it's one of the very few ghosts that has an actual monument okay and it is the iron man okay so the iron man is Joachim burka and he's been waiting for his freedom in ghostly servitude for over 400 years Uh, Apparently, he was engaged to be married to his sweetheart, and then he left to defend his country. Mm -hmm. When he got back, there were a lot of evil rumors going around about his betrothed's fidelity. So he decides to marry a different girl and... Wait, wait, wait. But it's a rumor, and he marries a different girl? Decides not to talk to her. Decides to marry a different girl. Uh, His former fiance is so heartbroken and rejected that uh, she drowns herself in the Vltava River. I hope he feels bad. That's also, a, girl, that wasn't the solution, but I hope he feels bad. You know, it's the same river they got the clay from for that golem. Oh. Huh. Well, maybe the golem mud can unite with the sad girl and they'll maybe be happy. that's why the golem is heartbroken. Hey, <laughs> spinoff you didn't even know was coming. <laughs> 
Okay. Her father is so ashamed, he flings himself from a high tower. Damn. Uh, after hearing the news, uh, Jacques Umberca is like, oh, wait, guilty people don't do that. I messed up. Um, I mean, guilty people also might do that. I'm not saying they, they <laughs> might. According to this story, he realizes he's made a mistake. It, it he still did like, make a mistake by not asking her or talking to her about it. But it's also like she could have done it and realized that she ruined her own life and still did the thing. Now, do you think he chooses option A and learns from his mistakes? No. Or do you think he chooses option B and doubles down? Who learns from their mistakes? Uh, no one. <laughs> he promptly strangles his drunk wife and then hangs himself in the cellar on Good Friday. My dude, what? What? On Good Friday. Also, what did what did the wife do to you? Aside from take your bitch ass when you were total like a total jerk. Right. I mean, he says drunk wife, which is may- maybe there was something afterward that she was. OK, so now we've got buyer's remorse. It right. doesn't mean you kill the product. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to say she deserved it. No. I'm just saying we, we get a very quick synopsis here. And it does sound like perhaps um, she was she wasn't. The, the best of companions but you don't strangle your wife you just you leave it's no, fine no he deserves to be stuck with her for the rest of eternity he does. well now now he's stuck in ghostly servitude on good friday is there any more i'm such a martyr for what my own mistake but did she kill kill herself on thursday because she's not doing much better <laughs> <laughs> the first thing to come into my brain is thirsty thursday <laughs> that's horrible sam she drowned herself it's not funny i'm not sure it, it might have taken some time because he also married a girl from the neighboring maybe he went to the the neighboring town maybe they moved to town over okay um it, it doesn't really say so he could be in the same town news could have gotten there fast or he it, it might have been some time but we know that he kills him his wife and himself on good friday not a great move so he's continuously wandered Plat- Platnerska Street. And in order for Jacques Burka to get his freedom, he only has one chance every 100 years. Haha. And in order to be freed, he must find a pure virgin girl and have a friendly chat with her for one hour. Oh, he's not. It's been 400 years. I don't think that's getting any easier. <laughs> I mean... But maybe people heard that story and nice virgin girls went out to try to find him to set him free. Nah, what nice girl wants that dude free? None. None. A whole hour. Yeah, no. Uh, let's see. I don't even talk to living dudes for that long. <laughs> do, 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 do. A task that seems so very simple, they say. Nah. Oh, here it is. Yet not many good girls wish to, wish to chat with a ghostly murderer. Nope. It's just a thing. Nope. Uh, sadly enough, the Iron Man lost his chance once again in 2009. Now he must wait another hundred years. How do we know he lost his chance in 2009? That's what I would like to know. I think we... If you have been approached <laughs> by this man, I want you to call in. I will straight up give you my phone number. <laughs> no, but really, please. If you've dressed up as the Iron Man... 
and tried to have a conversation. Well, stay how- the fuck away then. <laughs> how awkward does that have to be too? So we've got, even if he had a kind face or something, he's only got maybe the one night, right? And it's got to be an hour long conversation. Yeah. He's got to start it with, are you a virgin? Yeah. Because he's like not going to he waste his time with people he's, he's who've gotta, already gotten it. Uh, right. Like he, he's got to find a way to figure out if you fit all the parameters. Yeah. Well, can he like suss people out during the last couple of years of the 100 to try to like pick out candidates? I Again, I just don't, don't know how busy he is. Yeah. Like he's wandering this street. I don't know what else he has to do. But jokes on him. It's the red light district. <laughs> You know, someone from Prague, please tell me. I'll try to read it again. Plat, Platnerska, P-L-A-T-N-E with the little accent. R with the, what's the little one that looks like an upside down triangle? I can't remember. It looks like an upside down triangle over an R. S-K-A with the little accent. Street. So write in, let us know. Is it the red light district? Have you met him? What's going on? I would serve him right, honestly. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do. Like, if I was really going to punish someone, I'd be like, okay, this simple thing, but also, <laughs> it's never going to work. <laughs> um, but the kind of exciting thing about that story for me is it's the Canterville ghost. Oh, um, which I read the short story, I think last year, I have to reread it again. But there was like a, a made for TV mini series that I really liked that was really fun. And they updated it. So it was in the 90s. So it took place in the 90s. And this family like moved into this castle and um, the teenage girl like makes friends with the Can- Canterville ghost. No. They they make him much more likable. OK. Like he, he admits he goes. Uh, he. When he's into Shakespeare, but he's also like, I wrote some of the Shakespeare stuff and he took the credit. They have fun with that. <laughs> and then um, they're trying to get the dad to believe that the place is haunted. So they were like, well, you see what you expect to see. And since he's not open to ghosts, let's do a scene from Hamlet where he expects to see a ghost. Mm-hmm. And that was like how they got the dad to be able to see him. Interesting. Um but they do a, a whole thing where he's like basically Othello. He, he's like a trusted friend told me this. And so it just grew. And then even though she tried to tell me, I could didn't listen and I deserve to be cursed and I deserve not to be forgiven. But did and, he commit murder in that version? Yeah. OK, because there's the blood stain. That, okay. that won't go away every time they try to clean it. Because that sounds very much like what they did with Tate in Murder House, although Tate does a lot more yeah, from American see, I Horror don't, Story he I, I mean feel, like I don't I don't feel sorry I for, don't feel for Tate the way they were able to make me feel redemption for the Canterville ghost right, in that particular he also uh, committed I mean mass murder he was a school shooter so it's I mean it ups it one well, murder is not good either but and then he continues the manipulation afterward right and, it, and in the way where you try to justify it in that teenage way but it's like right. okay but that's not how you do that. That's not what we do. And other people who get to grow up. And they did it right it. the first time because Violet, it is Violet in that one, right? I think so. Because Violet is right. just like, no, get away from me. You did all these things. I want nothing to do with you. You're not absolved from any of it. Because mm-hmm. she was she was helping him with a redemption arc. And then she's like, oh, no, you don't get redemption. Get away from me. Yeah. And then 
apocalypse comes out and they're like, no, but they're going to be together and be happy for eternity. And it's like, well, but why? Felt kind of slapped on. Yeah, because it it worked a lot better when she was like, no, you hurt my mom. Like she didn't even care that she hurt. He hurt her in all these ways. and, And then I think the best part with that was when Violet's dad is like, well, you're asking for, for forgiveness from Violet, but what you did wasn't to Violet, so there's no forgiveness to be given there. She can't give it to you. It's not hers to give. Right. And it's, I don't know. So they did it right the first time, and it sounds a lot more like yeah. that story. At least it was like it worked out the right way. Right. Because Cause if this guy feels this bad one, and he's contrite and right. really working on it, well, then I'd feel bad for him. Right. Well, and with the Iron Ghost, too, it, in a way, he's kind of responsible for the other family. Right. Because if evil rumors can get him to marry another girl without checking, what does that look like? Like, right. what society are we in? How does that look? Right. Oh, you were, you, you know, so she's already got the bullying and then her, her the love of her life believes it too and marries another girl. That just makes it all look true. Right. Like, his actions also caused a whole other family to to push them that much further. Um, right. And then in, in the Canterville Ghost miniseries, the way they do that is sort of like someone has to be brave enough to go with him to speak on his behalf. Okay. And to to cry, like to feel for him. So she actually has to like go with him and speak on his behalf and be, almost like a, a parole kind of hearing where it's okay. like, listen, he's learned his lesson and he, he did this to help me and my family and, and he's figured it out and you know just having the the other person speak on the behalf which makes a lot more sense yeah no that i i like that version better that was one of my favorites like like i really liked that one it sounds like for good reason yeah well and then annie was into shakespeare too i was just checking all the boxes (laughs) trying to remember who played the ghost too because it was someone like really big at the time i'll have to go back and look yeah but um but yeah, so those are the the ghost stories from Prague that I found today. That's fun. We got two different pee places. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Um, but yeah, and now if we go to Prague too, like we know the the places to check out. Yeah, definitely. I like that there's so much. It's kind of like when you went to Dublin, there are so many like literary, we did a literary tour and there's so many just everywhere, a writer drank or pissed or wrote something (laughs) slept on those cobbles right there (laughs) that's so fun i like that yeah um all right well that's about that everybody please rate review and subscribe all those things find us in places like like twitter Fairytale Menagerie One and Fairytale Menagerie on Instagram and Facebook. Yes. Fairytale Menagerie at gmail.com if you want to talk to us and yes. tell us how to pronounce that street and whether or not it's in the red light district. <laughs> <laughs> and the difference between an Aswang witch and a an actual witch. Yeah, please, please do. And then um also find us for on Patreon. Yes. That would really help us out. That's that would be awesome. Um what else? What else? Is there anything else? I think that's it. Oh, me, Miss Mick Jess Sandwich oh, yeah. in places. Um, and I'm on Sympathetic Monsters for the That's Good Pod Network as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye. Good night.